And we are on. All right, we're on for real. Max, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Dan. No <laughs> Take two, we got there. Take two. <laughs> it was repeating for some reason, but never been on a podcast. And what I was getting at is, I put a note down. Are you going to be as big as Rogan? Is what you put down oh. there. <laughs> Rogan one day. So yeah. you, you've listened to podcasts before, obviously. I have. Yeah, I'm an avid podcast listener. Actually? Yeah, a little bit. I, I mix it up. I listen to a few. Rogan being one of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what I like to normally do on podcast is initially talk through backstory, let people know about you, and then ask a few more specific questions. And I have a few questions that I'm curious to hear how you answer them. Uh, but I guess, yeah, we'll start with, I see your Oak Hill bottle there. That's yours, right? That is, yeah. We could start with like your first sport or start when you started getting into anything regarding fitness and sort of how it's progressed but normally it starts around school i think so let us know yeah so um probably the fitness started started going to the gym fairly early i think in primary school i lost a fight to a, a mate and a big um a big boy who i'm pretty sure hit puberty by like year five or whatever yeah. he beat me in a fight and i was like oh damn it wait so, so you go into a fight yeah, in, in primary school, year, oh, yeah. year five or something. I forget, probably over a soccer game. I don't. Know, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, lost lost the fight and went home that day really angry because I got embarrassed in front of my friends. I thought oh, I got to do something about it. What can I do? Started doing push-ups. I think, oh, this is alright. I feel a bit stronger now. So I did that for a while. Um, yeah. Then then I started winning a few fights in primary school and I was like, oh, this push-up stuff is is working. So yeah, that's where it started. Um, then I suppose it got in high school it got a bit more serious when I joined a gym the, the Oak Hill gym there let you in in like year 9 um, yeah. so that was good to get in there That was similar to Brad yeah, yeah. would have been similar to Brad um, yeah so that would have been more for rugby starting yeah. to build up for that and for like douchey reasons I suppose as well like wanting to be big and one of the biggest of your mates that kind of yeah. thing um, so you played rugby Yep, yep, rugby boy. Tell um, us about that. Yeah, um, really enjoyed it. Um, Sterlo. Yeah, Sterlo, that's it. <laughs> On my first day, Dan, I found out that Sterlo is my uncle from Dan, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so rugby, um, played up until year 12, really enjoyed it year 12, started taking it more seriously. Um, yeah, but it kind of left the body a bit worse for wear. Um, so training, training was hampered by that the last year. So I didn't go to the gym much that year, which was frustrating. Um, bad shoulders, just wear and tear. I dislocated them a few times. Um, yeah. And by the end of the year, I was pretty much like shot to bits. Couldn't train much. Um, from the shoulders. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So then we trained for year 12, not so much. Then I took, had, had to get the shoulder surgeries. Do you want the full history of like the training? Yeah, full or? history, full okay, health right, history. Are we going to, to date now? All right, yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah, so 2019, I had a shoulder reconstruction because I had to get the left one done because it popped out. And then I got some scans and I said the right one was playing up to the doctor. So he scanned that one. And he said, oh, that one's actually looking worse than the left one. So <laughs> we had to get that one done too. Same time? Three months apart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I felt like 
it was a bit of a struggle once I got that done to recover them both at the same time. I couldn't rely on one to do everyday stuff. Um, so yeah, I lost, ended up really struggling with that rehab. Um, probably 18 months off the gym, off any type of exercise really, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, so trying struggling to rehab both them at the same time was was a big struggle, and ended up that's kind of where the fitness stopped for a bit, and I valued it more. I started like thinking, oh, how important is this strength when I lost it, and I couldn't do everyday stuff for over a year. Like I couldn't drive. Um, mm. I don't want to do like a sob story, but um, yeah, I couldn't do everyday stuff. Like um, putting on a jacket was a struggle. I'd have to get mum to come in and help me get it on. And then some days, like if I was going out with my mates, I'd um, try to put like a shirt on and it'd just be like such a struggle. I couldn't get my arms in the position to get it in. And by the end of like getting it on, I'm like, fuck this, I don't even want to go anymore. So I'd just sit in the house. I'd stay in my room all day for this for, for months. Um, so yeah, this physical like injury kind of triggered my whole life to go pretty much to shit for a long time. Um, I couldn't work. I was doing landscaping at a pub, blah, blah, blah. Um, so what yeah, pub? Uh, the Vicar. Oh, the drill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just up the road. I did that for a bit, but then, yeah, couldn't do that much anymore. Um, so, yeah, that was tough. I went to all these different doctors, like month, eight months in, a year in, I started to think, shit, is this ever going to get better? A year in? Yeah. How long yeah. does it normally take? Um, I'm curious. Well, it should be like, it should be like six months each, but I had them three months apart, so it should have been like at nine months. So we got to a year. I'm getting worse at this stage. I've lost about 15 kilos because I haven't done anything. I'm not eating. And it started to take a toll on my mental health as mental, well. Mental, yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd get to the point where I wasn't doing anything all day and I'd almost feel like guilty to even eat something. I'm like, have you even... Why are you eating this big meal? My body yep. doesn't need fuel, hasn't done anything. Yeah, like I felt like, what am I sitting here doing this? So that obviously wasn't the smartest decision. But yeah, um, spiraled out of control for a little while, went to doctors trying to tell me what's wrong with me. They couldn't work out. One, one surgeon would say, oh, we can cut you open, but it's going to be a scar from your chest all the way down to your elbow to see if there's nerve damage. And it would just be like experimental. They'd just open up and have a look while they're in there. Then I went, I said, no, fuck that, I'm not doing that. So went to another one, he goes, oh, we can, we'll knock you out and then we'll play with your shoulder, try and pop it out and see if it comes out. So I'm just like, oh, pick your poison. Um, <laughs> just yeah. say, just don't knock me out, just see how it goes. Yeah, legit. Um, seen a physio, she's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I felt like I was wasting time and money there. Um, then I ended up seeing another physio, which is really great. He helped me out. But I feel like it wasn't until I kind of took it in my own hands. I was looking for answers from other people a lot. Um, yeah. It wasn't until I really started to focus on what I could do better rather than just trying to get someone else to tell me what's wrong and, and rely on others too much. Um, that's probably when it started to slowly get better. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh. Keep Yeah. So yeah, um... We pause or? Bit of a interruption, but mm. let's do it. Yeah, because we snuck in this room. We're, we're sneaking in this random meeting room. So. 
is yeah. what we do. That was trying to sell it. <laughs> we were in it. Anything for the content for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I will backtrack to knock you out, pop your shoulders out, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, so it was happy days and really enjoying life at that stage, obviously. Um, yeah, so... Um, you took it upon yourself, sorry. That yeah. was what you're up to. Yeah. yeah. So obviously physical health went downhill. Mental health started going downhill as a result. I didn't have that release. The one thing I liked doing really training that stress release was gone yeah so um really struggled with that struggled to sleep blah 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 um yeah and so it wasn't until i started looking at what i could do better um that i started to get results um what do you do to like, start yeah what do you do better um well, once I was the at, result. yeah um once i was at like the lowest weight which is like 71 or two I had been 80, 85, 90 before. Um, I started to obviously eat more. I thought, what, what am I... I'm doing all these band work, useless stuff, but I'm not even feeling my body. I was thinking, like, well, you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing? How are you going to get stronger if you're eating a freaking a fucking nut bar for one day? Like, oh, I just... Uh, yeah. So, a <laughs> bit of a moan, wake-up call. Um, yeah, started eating more. That was, that was the number one thing that got me a bit more fuel. Yeah. Um... Started doing the push-ups. Oh no, no, it's all good. Want to Go pause for it. again? Yeah. I put a sign on the door. Mm. So fuel, you started fueling yourself. Yeah, um, and when I say fueling myself, I mean like from literally zero to a hundred. Um, I <laughs> went from you know those Carmen's nut bar. Mm. I'd maybe have one of them a day. Sometimes I'd have dinner, um, a coffee in the morning, just like mope around. But, um, What's sad? Oh, yeah. I have my coffee. Yeah, then I went like full Eddie Hall, like <laughs> stuffing your face type diet. So, and I was able to put on about 20 odd kilos in that next year. So that would have been, sorry, I haven't been dating it, but 2019, so shit yeah. year. 2020, even even worse year. 2021 is when I started putting on weight. So COVID, you were just like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I was unaffected by COVID, really, because I was staying at home all the time anyway. Oh, yeah. So I was just like, oh, cool, I get this, um, the COVID check. The, the, um, i got a pay rise, if anything. I've got that, um, you know, the job, the, what's it called? The COVID job relief. JobKeeper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't really care. Um, so I trained during COVID, joined back into the, into the gym. Um, yeah, and put on some weight, but got a bit fat as well. Um, so 2022, I started to try and lose a bit of weight, and I think I'm getting getting to where I want to be a bit, like getting a bit closer now. Um, yeah, so pretty happy with where things are and where things are going. Yeah, because um, I saw that um, you did a video where you were you did a video on Instagram where you're doing the physio, and then it flashes back to now: massive chest, mm. arms bulging. <laughs> So uh, it feels better now, for sure, right? Yeah. That was just good lighting in those pictures, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. I just know where to stand in the room to yeah. get under down you've, lighting. You've yeah. learned that over time. <laughs> Especially after those two years, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah. look, if it's not on me, I've got to try and make it look like it's still on me. Mm. So basically, yeah, I didn't even know that. Massive transformation. I knew the shoulders. Initially, I thought they were stretch marks when you had a singlet on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did say that, yeah. Stretch marks? <laughs> and then Mark, he's like, surgical scars. That's crazy. Both of them reconstructed, right? Yep, yep. 
Wow. Mm. Now, do you keep doing your shoulder rehab? Um, no, pretty much done with that. I'm yeah. not sure how many more rotator cuff things I had left okay. in me doing them every day for like two years. I think I've done enough for a lifetime. They should be stable now. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I'm really motivated at the moment to keep building my strength and, and keep that high and get that higher is because I never want to go back to where I was. Yep. Um, and like it also helps me, I think now, like my strength isn't where on the lifts where I want it to be, but um, I kind of look back and think, oh, not too long ago, you couldn't push up off a wall. Yeah. You were shaking your arms, you know, you couldn't get a jacket on, you couldn't drive, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, that's actually one of the reasons why I got into PT, I think. Um, that's one of the reasons if someone else is in that situation or just cause you're like, wow, I can, I know how much strength and fitness picks up mental health. Both. Um, yeah, I obviously now I have a better understanding of the value of physical strength and how that relates to the rest of your life. Um, cause I've like experienced firsthand if one deteriorates, the rest of it can. Mm. You know, it's the first time I've firsthand because you're young, you're what the, when you come in, face value, muscly, functional, strong, but it wasn't always like that. Like there was a period where you're like, I didn't have that before. And it affected you heavily mentally? Yeah, um, massively. Um, stopped talking to friends, family, really. Um, and it started to even like the mentality of, oh, my shoulders are bad. It started to transfer into everything else. Like if something else would go wrong, I'd, I'd get some chest pain and think, oh shit. I'm getting a heart attack here. Like I turn into a full hypochondriac, really. Like um, I get a headache and think, oh god, this is like something's wrong with my brain. Blah brain. blah blah. Yeah. So um, yeah, as I said, mental health has really struggled from as a point of that. Um, from that. Um, so I suppose that journey getting that better was was really challenging, and I, you know. Struggled for the, some good years of my life. Out of school should have been the most fun, you know, out and about, enjoying yourself. Yeah. I spent most of it miserable in my room. My shoulders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having a silk, feeling sorry for myself. Um, but yeah, I feel like now it, it might help me relate to people that are struggling physically a bit more. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily like they have an injury. It could be they... Uh, overweight or haven't trained before and they they want to feel better and you're like 100% let's do it mm. yeah yeah spot on um that's kind of yeah those are two main reasons why I'm here now I guess here on the podcast wow that's actually really good I like that well I don't like that I think it's the the mics on the table any whack on the table the, oh, the sound goes sorry sorry it was just the hand sometimes you went bang bang <laughs> so impromptu podcast room but so far it's actually been pretty good so the yeah like I cause say someone that's like obviously crippled it's easy to visualize them not being happy but say me or maybe even everyone else seeing Max oh look how big his chest is look how big whatever it is and in your head, you're like, now it is. And I don't want to go back, but it was actually not always like this. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It just kind of 
keeps me motivated now, if anything, yeah. to not go back to that. Mm. Um, Are your shoulders know, all good now? Yeah, I still struggle with some mobility in them. They're a bit tight, as um James the. Oh yeah. <laughs> as he'll tell you. James but, um, RMT. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Can't get my squat into the low bar at the moment. Just have it sitting on my neck, <laughs> pretty oh, yeah. much. Up um, on. Yeah. Up on the spine. Yeah. Yeah. Right where you want it. Yeah. <laughs> but, wow. um Yeah. No. Apart from that, strength is good. Um, and once I started seeing the my strength get better, my mental health improved. Yeah. Um, and my whole life turned around really. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in a much better spot now. And yeah. And now you're reading how to influence and influence people. So from there on, it only gets better. Exactly, man. Look how far I've come. So, yeah. Like some guy gave me this book and I'm reading it, I'm learning. Yeah. yeah. Exactly <laughs> I can't right. remember who gave it to me, but um, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty cool book. I reckon yeah. check it out. Check it out, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. So if we cycle back now, so these are the questions, but now I've got even more volume to these questions because oh, I was like, wow, I didn't know this was the severity of it. So basically the question is on the, along the lines of, overcoming adversity because everyone has it in their own way right so yours with shoulders and this I don't think will only help people that get injured but there's a there's adversity that comes up everywhere regardless of whether it's injury or mental health or circumstances in life so you know how you said all right I had to take it upon myself to make it better does that mean you no longer said all right I'm going to rely on the doctors or the therapist or whatever, I will help them or I will let them help me, but I need to do things for myself as well. Like what, what was that thought pattern? Let's dive into that a bit more. So you said, I don't know the word for word, but it's only when I started taking action or like responsibility or command, like you started putting in the work that you saw the results. What is What do you mean by that? Um, yeah, I suppose kind of what you're saying. Um, I was just looking for answers from other people too much. I think it's great to ask for advice here and there, but um, I, yeah, I just think at the end of the day, you're not going to get anywhere unless you really want to do something. Mm-hmm. I think a part of me was almost like comfortable in that position, doing nothing, like and just feeling sorry for myself for too long. Mm. That I got used to it, and and um, yeah, it wasn't until really like I decided this is enough is enough that um, I started to see results and and get actually get somewhere um yeah so i'd say just taking it in your own hands would um is what helped for me anyway so what was the turning point that made that occur was it yeah like so you went through actually a pretty long period of time of not taking things in your own hands what was the tipping point that caused that decision um I suppose it was just a gradual build-up. Like, I started to see it take a toll on the rest of my family. Watching, like, my parents watch their son just waste two years doing nothing, like, being miserable. Mm. Um, Yeah, because you go to put your top on. So that actually happened? Like, you went to put your top on, go out with mates, and then you're like, nah, they don't want to go out. Yeah, that would happen all the time. Like, I'd have to wear these, like, triple XL shirts and everything, look like an idiot, just to even, like, get something on. Jeez, like button up. Yeah, it was probably mostly in my head at that stage. Yeah. But, um, and that's what kind of drove me mad more because I go to the doctors and they'd say, oh, we can't find anything wrong with you. 
So I go home like, what's this pain then in my head? I'm going crazy. But um, yeah, so that, yeah, it's just tough few years. Like wow. I'm not saying I had it worse than anyone else, but just for me, it was just... Um, it's crazy what the mind can do, hey? Yeah, definitely. If like, you get your mind on your side, sorry, what were you saying? Oh no, just like, there might have actually, like you said, it's mostly in my head, mm. but there might have actually not been too much physically wrong at that point but because you've sort of wired yourself to be like i'm an injured shoulder person i can't get tops on and i get angry if i can't get my tops on it it worked like that because you believe that that was true right mm. yeah and i feel like that can um that can same can be said for someone who hasn't been to the gym before oh mm. i don't know what i'm doing here i'm not going to be able to do a squat i'm not going to be able to do Mm. push up whatever it is um, and your mind can hold you back when in reality you probably can yeah um, yeah so I feel like that's how I can help people with PT oh, yeah. so I can kind of relate to maybe somewhat to other people especially that long of your life like at the time you would have been 20 yeah you know that's 10% of your life I just thought about that. Really? That's oh, we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know how long I'm going to live, though. Oh. Because I got ten- the got the alarm clock on the chest. Remember the? What alarm? Oh, we clock? haven't talked about it. that. Was Harry? Yeah. Um, oh well, the that's what I was talking about. The heart, the the chest pain. I had the heart surgery. That was also the mental thing at that age. Oh, tell us about the heart oh, surgery. Oh blah. I'd start getting chest pain in this 2019, 2020. But I had the heart surgery when I was seven. Open so heart right. surgery. Open yeah, heart yeah. surgery. All good now, but uh, when I got to the 2019-2020, I'd start getting random chest pains, and I'd think straight away, oh shit, another bloody heart problem, I'm going to be like under the knife tomorrow, I'm done, <laughs> panic panic stations, and go to the doctor, sure enough, oh, we can't find anything, go to the, oh, I said, oh, at the time, I'm like, oh, not good enough, something's definitely wrong, <laughs> go to the cardiologist, do the big scans and everything, Heart looks fine, Max. Can't see anything. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man, I was looking for an excuse. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so they were just panic attacks, really, um, you know, at that stage. So then what was the alarm clock? This was the alarm clock. Like, oh, Harry's just joking about it. When he saw the sky, he said, um, oh, they got a, like a thing. How long have you got? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, wow. So open heart, shoulder. At seven, did it affect you too much? Um, yeah, for a little bit, I, I didn't want to take my shirt off for like years. What, because of the, the scar? big red scar. Mm. Um, so, rash vest, I was a rashy boy yeah. for a few years. Sun smart. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky I got started to get some chest hair though. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, nah, alright now, don't mind it. It's, so, it's, it's it hair grows on that scar now? Um, around it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're nice. long enough to <laughs> yeah, loop over. Yeah, they're nice and furry, so you yeah. <laughs> can't really notice it anymore. Okay, but you don't mind the scar that much anymore, hey? No, now I, now I like it. I think it looks pretty tough, you know? Yeah. What happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Open heart. Uh, I took on a... Attacked a tiger the other day. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Crocodile fight, you know? Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> okay. No, oh, that's cool. And... Well, now... Now, how do you feel looking back? Um, yeah, I feel like, obviously now looking back, I feel like, yeah, it was, it was really tough at the time. I hated myself, hated everything, everyone. But um, looking back, I feel like I'm better for it. Because mm. I can um, appreciate little things a bit more. 
um, appreciate like getting in the car and driving to work, which is something I couldn't do not too long ago. Yeah, I'm just like bloody happy days, especially coming to work at UH at X Gym. Like, what happy days? What do you mean? I'm just really happy to like you know. Oh yeah. 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 Um, Yes, I feel like in the long run it's helped me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I can relate to people that are struggling a bit more. I feel. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, for sure. Because you can be genuine in saying, I know how you feel about this struggle. Maybe not the exact circumstance they're in, but you, you get, you know the feeling. Yeah, which is pretty insane because I haven't been through anything like that. I've been through a lot of surgeries, but it's just like, yeah, imagine not being able, to, and that was a year of not being able to do normal things or two years. Oh yeah, two years probably, close to two years. Wow. What do your parents say? Or what do your parents say now? Oh, um, yeah, they're just probably relieved, if anything. Um, just that I, they're happy for me. They're, like, I guess they're proud now, but at the time, not, not happy. What did they say at the <laughs> they time? They were really supportive. They were great. But I could tell that it was weighing on them too. So that was probably a big motivator for me to just snap out of it, stop feeling sorry for myself and switch on a bit. Um, so what do you do? Just play games in your room or something? Oh, I'd read a little bit um, yeah games just like mope around really just watch movies I've watched pretty much every movie ever now <laughs> like you name it I've probably seen it Shawshank Redemption of course oh, okay. <laughs> come on that's like the most famous one <laughs> Morgan Freeman bloody yeah no that's a good one oh, okay um, yeah so I did that wasted time but um yeah. now it really motivates me to just get the most out of a day now Oh, 100%. Yeah. You're like, I'm two years down. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it, but... um, Yeah, I feel like those are valuable, kind of, yeah. in, in, a, in a way. In, in terms time. of a lesson. Yeah. Big lesson, but learnt one. Well, what's, what's some advice for someone... I guess that's either struggling with adversity now, or they keep going on and off in terms of like they've made a change and then they drop back out but then they're back in that adversity stage of not feeling good about themselves not like moping around like you were in that stage like it seems like you were able to really break that shift as opposed to what I see frequently is break the shift back to old habits break the shift back to old habits it looks like you're what do you say remission is that remission where you completely recover? Oh, God. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, shit, I'm not a kid. Like, it's not that... No. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's so... At, at a good stage, it seems, that it's sort of like, oh, can't even imagine that. Like, I can't even imagine that. Like, oh, didn't know this could be a thing that happened to Max. What's some advice for someone either in that right now or they keep going through a wave of up, down, up, down? Um, I suppose what... I'd, I'd try and do is remember what I was like a few years ago and how how shit everything was um, and that's probably the biggest motivator for me to keep going and keep stay disciplined as much as I can yeah um, yeah I suppose just remind yourself of how far you've come and yeah that sh- that should be enough motivation really if you mm. if you're if you're in a rut earlier um, yeah so what about someone in the rut in the rut yeah um, they, they can't look back yet they're in the deepest part of the rut I think you really got to ask yourself do you want to get out of the rut 
Because mm. I think for a long time I was, deep down I was kind of happy just, you know, blaming other people, feeling sorry for myself. And I was more comfortable there because I got used to that. Mm. So I think you really got to look and say, do I actually want to get out of this? And then decide that you do. And then from there, it should be pretty easy. It shouldn't even be, you shouldn't want to go back to mm. losing discipline. You should want to get out of there. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose just look yourself in the mirror, I guess. Did you ever do that? Yeah. Actual had, look in the mirror? I had a few hard conversations. <laughs> Sick of your shit, mate. Yeah. Bloody bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Okay. Definitely. So it's more of an internal conversation to be like, all right, you've done your complaints, you've got all the excuses and they're all, they're all really good excuses, but do you want to be here or do you not want to be here? Yeah. And then once you decide, just keep going, run with it. Okay. I like that. So basically, there's a word for this. Do you know the word? Is it in the book? It's in the book, but... Oh, I haven't got up to it yet. What is it? Oh, it's something about clarity, like just being... It doesn't matter if something goes wrong in the future from the decision, you're clear that you just don't want to be where you're at the moment. So doing something is better than sort of doing nothing, right? Do you reckon it's inaction more so than like doing it wrong? Is that what it is when you're in the rut or is it more so fear of doing something wrong? Um, like what holds you there? I think that, yeah, when you word it like that, yeah, that's kind of, I feel like what it may have been. Because I'm trying worried. to think about yeah. if it's that easy to make the decision. Like, why is it make why is that decision so hard for some people? Maybe. Um. So you said the inaction or wrong action. Are you too caught up on that? Is that what you're saying? People get too caught up on doing the wrong thing, so they do nothing. Yeah, like more so. Obviously, inaction is the the issue. Yeah. But what causes fear for the action? Um. Because you're not in your comfort zone anymore. I think. You're not because if you if you've been in a, a poor whatever it is fitness mental health run for a long time, you're probably going to be used to that. You start getting comfortable there, and you think, oh, if I if I get better, I got to start. You know what could happen? Uncertain or what am I going to do now? I got no excuses anymore. Mmm. Yeah. Maybe that's comfortable to have the excuses there. Exactly. Yeah. You're actually helping me like kind of think about it now. Yeah. Definitely. So what am I? What am I gonna fall back on when someone says, "Oh, you, why aren't you doing this?" Like before, I had my shoulders. Now I don't have that. That's anymore. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're definitely right. Um, yeah, I always had some good excuses. Oh, I'm in pain all the time. Oh, it's poor me. Oh, I got this heart problem. Yeah, I got all this crap. Um, no, you're right. Um, you lose those excuses, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, like I said, you just gotta decide that you wanna get out of it and then you naturally I think you naturally depending what's going on you'll make some improvements I just remember the word it's called resolve have you heard of that before? yeah good word what does it mean? means like dealing with adversity um, dealing with challenges mm, resolve like make a decision stick with it no matter what there you go philosophical that what wait did I get rot or no? resolve Oh, we're getting the dictionary out. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, Google, define resolve. Let's see. I don't even know. Mid-podcast. Oh. Settle or find a solution or a problem. 
decide firmly on a course of action. Okay. All right. Okay. Well done. For the viewers. There you go. There you go. Decide firmly on a course of action. Okay. That's really good. And now, what's your goals from this point forward? What what do you... So out of the rut, you're looking forward. Excuses are gone now, so you've you've just got to make it work because you can't fall back on them. Mm. What's, What's the focus for you in terms of fitness from this point moving forward and what are you going to do to make it efficient? Um, in terms of my personal fitness or like what I want to do with personal PT? Personal fitness, or? PT, like... Um, yeah, personal fitness. Um, I want to just try and see what my potential is and just give it all I have to um, get as big and strong as I can. Look as look a certain way, of course, too. Still a bit vain. Yeah. Like I do want to not going to lie like I do want to be have a good physique I do want yep. to be strong um, yeah and just keep improving every day um, and then I suppose with PT we'll take over the fitness industry like take what, what else yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah get that blue tick Instagram verified oh uh, yeah I'm sure everyone knows about it already max out fitness <laughs> so already got the blue tick oh yeah yeah you know um just trying to deal with fame. Yeah. <laughs> deal with all the fame. Yeah. So um, what did you you would have set some goals with Harry. You're with Harry at the moment, is that right? Yep. Harry Turner from UHP. What was your goals? Your direct goals. It's all it has to be on the podcast. Mm. So everyone knows. Okay, so my for the eight week program I want to put on a couple kilos and get eighty eight. So bulk up a little bit. I feel like I'll be stronger at that weight and and look look better at that weight. Um yep. So that's my short-term goals. Long-term, I haven't really arrived at like a... a um, I want to do some 1RMs and see where I am at. Because um, yeah. obviously, like, I couldn't even put a squat bar. I couldn't get my shoulders back to do a squat. So I don't even know what my... You know, what, yeah. what I could do if I... Um, if I um, started doing that more. Um, but yeah, put on, put on size, put on muscle. Put on muscle, put on size. Know and find your 1RMs. Yeah, get stronger. Okay. And how have you found, have you learnt anything since coming on? And do you have faith that you're going to get stronger and bigger? And Oh, I feel like if there's one place I am going to do that, it's probably here. Really? Yeah, definitely. What um, makes you say that in no, like, not a sellable fashion? Because obviously it's a UHP podcast. But what makes you say that in more of a logical thought pattern way? Um, I suppose because I've been work experience at other gyms and I'd seen what some trainers do and I felt like it was more you're kind of just cheerleading and counting reps and doing your hour and getting out of there. But a, a difference I noticed at, at UHP would be the trainers are actually trying to improve the, the, the training, really. Like they're, they're looking for things to improve with the lift, um, and with the client, it's it seems like everyone's real enthusiastic um, and just ambitious. They want to do the best um, and give the best result. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't just say that. <laughs> I'm not like there is massive difference from the places I've been. Um, even like a few of my mates that have come in and have said the similar thing. Oh really? Yeah. Um, compared to like other gyms that they've been to, oh, okay. been to a few. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then of course I think it's a everyone's been great helping me out. There's like all the other trainers that, which don't have to. They're not my mentor or anything. Obviously Brad's been great. You've been great. 
but the trainers who they're not obligated to help me out that much yeah. but they do so um, that's what I've been really I really appreciate and that's why I think it's different and there we go well. too easy yeah what's what's you said you read what's two books that you've read oh okay so I read during the hibernation period we'll call yeah. it I read the full A Song of Ice and Fire which is a Game of Thrones series yeah so like there's five books there um, they were pretty good and then I started reading like the more 12 Rules of Life Jordan Peterson you're going oh. to the you're going to the his concert aren't you he's yeah. coming out yeah yeah so I read that that was good um, the thing I took from that probably the main one was Walk With Your Shoulders Back The Lobster yeah The Lobster first first, um, first chapter yeah Yeah. that one really stuck with me was that you when you had the shoulder issue yeah I was like obviously I was the defeated lobster <laughs> Like, and then that just attracts defeat like he's exactly right because you look at this guy oh who's this loser he's probably like got nothing going for him <laughs> But if you puff your chest out a bit, it's all. Oh, this yeah. guy's winning. Like, what's what's he? What's his name, bro? Yeah. Um, oh, that that was a good part about the lobster. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, then when I was like real depressed, I started reading like the philosophy stuff. The old ancient um, Marcus Aurelius was a good one. Meditations. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that book. A um, little bit grim, but that helped me out. Put things in perspective a bit more. Yeah. That um, what you're dealing with probably isn't that important. You're making a bigger deal of it than it is. Yeah. Um, that I like that one. Um, Want to know any others? Or no, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Two. You gave yeah. me more. See, above yeah. and beyond. Sorry. <laughs> and your two favorite movies? I really like Knives Out, Daniel Craig, the murder mystery one. Yeah. Uh, what else? It's hard to narrow it down. Um, one more. Inglorious Bastards. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, you have watched a few movies, hey? Oh, I named two. <laughs> <laughs> two really popular ones. Too. Yeah. Okay. And then the number one goal, this is the last question, by the way. Number one goal in regards to training and why? Um, I suppose with, Specific. Pe- with training people, I, I'd really like to help people get out of a similar rut that I've been into and that would really make me feel great and if I could do that for people that would be my number one goal there and to go. see their whole life change and like teach the value of what physical fitness is and how it can affect the rest of your life um, that's wow. my number one goal help people with, you, with that you've seen UHP's why right? what is it? is it that? yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs> now I sound like I'm like quoting off the thing yeah oh damn um, Over, overcome physical hardship through progressive overload training which transfers into other aspects of life oh yeah unleash go. human potential by doing this oh yeah. I didn't read that I didn't read that before oh <laughs> I promise no I'm also saying that's well aligned <laughs> oh, like okay, alignment's right, there good. it's good yeah um, yeah I suppose that would be the main because I feel like a lot of people just think oh yeah what's what's the value in weightlifting? like mm. I'm a busy work person or blah 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 yeah but um and there's more to it than just that surface level stuff. Yep. Or the vain stuff that you say. Yep. But everyone likes a bit of bit of good body composition as well. Deep down, you might not yeah. admit it, but yeah. yeah why not? <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. that's about it. That's us wrapped up. Went all right for an impromptu room. Mm. Only three interruptions. <laughs> but I liked hearing the story and I'm sure everyone else listening liked the story as well. But thanks for coming on. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me. No worries. All right.